Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the first ever episode of Fantasy Brews, the fantasy football podcast. Welcome. Uh, welcome. I'm Kyle. And I'm Mike. Throughout the football season, we are going to be bringing you uh, lots of stuff. Some stats, some facts, some quips, advice, opinions, mostly ours, about <laughs> <laughs> everything else having to do with football in the NFL. And we're also going to be off topic at times, but it's our podcast that we can do what we want. That's, that's right. Welcome. Uh, we're also going to be drinking a new beer each week. Uh, this week we will be drinking Coors because it's our it's our favorite. It's something you just open up at the end of a long day and sit back. For relax. the inaugural show, I think it makes sense to go with our tried and true Coors Mountain Blue. I can taste. <laughs> I can taste the Rocky Mountains in it. Crispy. Oh yeah, I just I got a couple rocks in there. Feel free to drink along. As uh, you listen. Yes. Um, make sure to follow us on our Twitter account that I just made at Fantasy Bruce Pod. Um, tweet us. We might even tweet you back. Probably will because we don't have many followers. Yeah. It's our just, first ever episode. This is a great opportunity for you few initially random listeners to really just get in with the roots of the show. It's gonna be big. It's going to be big. And we'll announce the beer earlier in the week so you can get some of it for yourself. Yeah. Um, you're probably asking yourself, who are these guys? Well, I'm here to answer that for you. Great question. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Good question. Um, we met in college. Uh, Mike and I met through a mutual friend I had a class with. Um, and then we just became friends while playing Madden. And drinking beer. And we're, we still do that. Like... <laughs> Seven years later. Very recently. Um, yeah, we used to keep track of all our Madden wins. We'd play a good, like, 40 a month. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the month, whoever had the winning record got a six-pack from the other person. So I got a lot of six-packs yeah. out of it. I got a few. I think you got, like, two. <laughs> and you <laughs> moved in with your girlfriend. <laughs> you left me to play Madden alone, yeah. except for when you came over all the time. Yeah, that was that was fun. Good escape. But um, we're from the Milwaukee area, so we're both raised Packer fans. But I became a Patriots fan by choice. They are my number one team. Mm. You're not you're not allowed to hold it against me. Um, they're good. You can't argue. Huh? You have a good reason, though, right? You were a fan of Tom Brady. Yeah, my dad's from Michigan, so I watched Tom Brady play there in college and followed him to the pros, and it just so happened he turned out to be the best player of all time. What a luck <laughs> on my part. I'd like to point out, though, that you're not just a bandwagon. Yes, I've been a fan of them for a long time, since the early 2000s when they got Brady. But Those were the... They had some pretty good recent days, too. Never mind. We like beer, we like football, and we like taco dip. <laughs> that completes the list of things we like, and that describes us. <laughs> in the best way. We're simple men. The big three. Wow. Alright, today's show, uh, quick rundown. We are going to be starting every show with an interesting fact or stat that we come across on the interwebs. 
Uh, we're going to let you guys in a little bit of information about our fantasy leagues. We both run one that each other are in. Uh, we got the latest news updates that are happening. Um, there's not much right now because there might not even be a preseason, so not much is happening. We're going to talk a little bit about the off-season news, just cover some of the basics since you've all heard it already. Uh, talk about some of the rookie impacts that are going to happen right away when the season starts. We're going to do a little bit of comparison, find out which players um, best match up with which Avengers. That's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun, you guys. So excited. It's so great. <laughs> Uh, and then we're going to play a little game that um, we are going to be playing throughout the season, keeping track of. Uh, we call it Bruise Clues, and we'll talk more about that later. Sounds like a fun-filled day. You want to do your fact first? Sure. Yeah, I will jump right in. So we're going to be talking about rookies later today. Uh, and We each picked out a couple to chat about for a little bit, and uh, we're not going to get to talk about this guy. So I wanted to bring up Keyshawn Vaughn. He's the newest running back on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but did you know he's not the youngest? Two-year veteran Ronald Jones is actually three months younger than Keyshawn Vaughn is, uh, which is just, just kind of funny. Two-year veteran, but he's, he's a little bit younger. Uh, I'm curious about your thoughts on Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, what, I, what my mind kind of says is Ronald Jones would be his main competition, and he's had pass protection issues uh, that, you know, caused concerns, and they drafted uh, this, you know, running back, Keyshawn Vaughn, I think pretty early in the draft. Was it second or third round? And uh, that pass protection needs to be even better now with, you know, old man Tom Brady taking the helm. And so, yeah, a lot of people are, are worried about Ronald Jones, and, you know, Keyshawn Vaughn could come in and kind of lead that up, especially if he's good at pass protection. I think he was good at it in college, which might be why they drafted him. Uh, but I think they no should offseason. focus on actually – Having a good running back before they focus <laughs> on having one with good pass protection. That, that's, that's, that's what I hear around around the. They got three very mediocre guys. <laughs> Who's going to be the leading rusher at the end of the season? Who no one cares because they're going to have under a thousand. I hope Dario Gumbawale <laughs> performs very well on my dynasty. He's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my. I found this, um, my Instagram page where it makes all the stuff that you, it like tracks who you follow and then gives you suggestions of stuff you might be interested in. So mine's just girls in bikinis and, um, football stuff. So a great combination. I just go on there, just scroll through there for hours. Uh, I found uh, a video of the Chiefs kicker, Harrison Butker. He was doing a vert, uh, test. He had a 42 inch vertical, which, According to NFLSavant.com, the average wide receiver in the NFL has a 35.84-inch vertical. That is insane. He's going seven inches above the average for the wide receiver. The highest position um, is free safety, which averages 36.3. So he's still <laughs> well above that. Uh, and the 2020 combine highest vert was by uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, wide receiver out of Michigan. Go blue. <laughs> drafted by the Browns, sorry. Um, he had a 44.5-inch vert, so he out left the kicker that is that's four right. others four others had a 42 inch vert though at the combine one of them was a henry ruggs ah, all right I, there's no realistic opportunity for a kicker to use that type of hops 
But good for you, Butker. You See, could jump. I was going to say they should run fake field goal plays where he like ends up splitting out wide and the placeholder back of quarterback throws the ball. And just jump, he just jumps over everything? Yeah, he, he's got the hops. But does he doesn't have the hands, probably. He's got the feet. He's, plus, would yeah. you risk your kicker a, jumping over people? to get? He, he's good for his leg. That's, 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 that's it. That's a really so good you point. want to send your kicker out wide to jump over a bunch of people. Butker should ask for it. Who knows? I would want to score a touchdown as a kicker. He's also on the Chiefs. I think they have a lot of other options before they go with kicker. They're the most likely team to do it. That's, that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. So, you talked about... You already mentioned somebody you had. Uh, Oogaloo Oogalombe. <laughs> yeah. I can never Dare remember. Dare Ungumbawale. Dare Ungumbawale. I can only fit so many You're names. Close. I'm from. We're from Milwaukee. we got to remember Ante Tukumbo and... We can't. Is it a basketball player? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Mike only watches football. Go Bucks! That's the team. <laughs> That's correct. Um, so I started my twelve-person league. It's a standard twelve-person uh, uh, redraft every year. Started back in 2015. Yeah. Uh, punishment for loser is being the beer bitch for a year for anybody in the league. So whenever you're with them, you got to You're the bitch. And who currently? Oh, let me check my notes about, um, I don't know if this is right, but my notes say I'm currently the beer bitch. That is correct, but we wouldn't know it because COVID has prevented us from getting together. <laughs> it's a very good silver <laughs> lining. Like, I I barely had to get any beers. Like, Jackie, my fiance, will ask for a beer, and she just, I think she just thinks I'm being nice. She just forgets that I have to do it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get it for you, honey. Oh, you need a beer while I'm up? I have to do it. It's the law. It's nice that me. you still do it, though, when no one's watching. Yeah, yeah, but that's also for self gain. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not a point. Those fiance points, aforementioned. Those fiance points. <laughs> All right, and talk about your league a little bit. Yeah, so I also commissioned a twelve man league. Uh, my league's a dynasty league. So if you're not familiar, uh, you know, in a dynasty league, you keep your entire team. We have an initial draft, which we did a couple years ago now, and you keep your entire team from that point on. You only draft rookies. Uh, and then your players might retire. There, you know, trades you can trade within the league and stuff like that. Really fun to do stuff during the off season. So check it out. Uh, so our dynasty league has 12, uh, 12 people, and it's in ha- uh, sorry a half point PPR league. It's good to be in. I like half being PPR. I like being in a dynasty and a standard because you get completely different strategies. Obviously, one you're just fo- you're focused year to year to year on the same team, developing it. Whereas standard, you can just new year, freaking completely new team. Yeah, whole new chance to mess up your draft. It really makes you think differently about the rookies that we're going to talk about later. It does. I mean, I guess we just have a, our rookie drafts coming up in two weeks, two yeah, and a half weeks. A couple weekends from now, two or three weekends from now, it'll be fun. You'll hear about it later. Do you want to make a bet on who our first bet of the year on who is going to do better in Dynasty? Ooh. I bet you. That I will finish higher in the rankings, final season rankings. Obviously, if I win, I win the championship. That will automatically have me win our bet. That's true. That would be factual. And the winner will have to, or the winner gets a jersey from the other person of their MVP on their team. Okay. But one that they don't have, obviously. We have a lot of jerseys. Yeah. I got Fitzpatrick over here. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh nuts! I can't get. Later. I'll get you another one when he's on a different team <laughs> <laughs> in a couple months. In a couple months. I will take your bet. That sounds 
good. Oh, uh, I'm the reigning champion of that league and Kyle's league but currently. I, I I'm just I'm just still I'm still upset about last season. I just got screwed over. My team was doing amazing. I was like seven, I started out seven and zero, and then all of a sudden like. The one we I had a bye in the first round of playoffs, and then the one week I need everyone to show up, they're like, nah. <laughs> everyone like gave me like six points, I'm, and it was just the worst time for them to not show up. Meanwhile, I grabbed Ryan Fitzpatrick off the waiver wire and wrote a victory in both my league and Kyle's league, and that was this is very nice. And that jersey's here today to represent that. I have a very young team. My team was like I think they're average in their fifth year, maybe. My, yeah, I, I, I remember you talking about that. I love how young my team is, especially in the dynasty. I don't think I originally planned that, but it turned out that way. Do you want to throw down, because dynasty matters long term, do you want to throw down a few names? I, I have some prepared if you want a second. we can. Yeah, I, I got it right here. Perfect. I've got, I got Deshaun Watson starting at my QB. I got Eckler, who is really paying off. Philip Lindsay, who paid off last year and will pay off again next year. Or this year when they eventually bench Melvin Gordon. That's going oh. <laughs> to be fun to see what happens. I got Gallup, Juju, Cortland Sutton, Darren Waller, Derek Henry, Tyreek Hill, MVP kicker, Matt Gay. Stole him in the third round of the rookie draft last year. Kicker. Only <laughs> kicker. Oh, did it not pay off? Was he not? Did he not have an amazing year? He, did. he was really high in the ring. I I got plus I got Evan Ingram and Kiel Harry who's gonna hopefully get stay healthy and get good this year. He's got Cam. That should be an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, so Whatever. We are gonna sneak that in there. Like I'm not gonna say something. No, well, it's a segue because on my dynasty team I actually have Cam Newton. Uh, and then I have Daniel Jones for Sim Young uh, upside. Hopefully, I got Ryan Tannehill who's all right. My running backs uh, super strong. Zeke, Josh Jacobs. And then nothing. <laughs> Rashad Penny or David You traded Harris. me Derrick Henry last year. I did. I once had Derrick Henry and uh, Fournette, Leonard Fournette. I, I've had so many running backs in that league. But Zeke and Josh Jacobs, I'm very excited for Josh Jacobs as well. At receiver, I got a lot of young upside. Uh, A.J. Brown's my big guy. Terry McLaurin hopefully uh, does well again. Anthony Miller, Michael Harden, we'll see. And the tight end, I'm looking pretty good. Mark Andrews uh, is, is a solid tight end. He's kind of the consensus three. And John Smith and Ian Thomas are both Young guys with good upside, they're now starting for the first time in their careers on their teams, so that's uh, exciting to see what happens. I've also got Gardner Minshew, and he makes he makes me happy in my jorts. Jorts, you know what I'm saying? Without looking at the screen, what is your defense? Uh, Eagles? I think my No, I picked up the Dolphins defense. I pi- oh, and I picked up okay. the Dolphins defense because they made so many good offseason moves. They did. That's a good. And point. they got Kyle Van. Was I right? In my- <laughs> oh no, Seahawks. Oh shit! <laughs> I got the Seahawks team. Ooh, ooh, which takes us into news update with Mike and Kyle. Yeah, I well, I just thought of that. What a great segue! That, that was planned. that worked out perfect. I didn't I couldn't even remember I had the Seahawks defense because it's dynasty and I always played week to week on defense. I thought I had the Steelers. I do have the Steelers and I have the Broncos. Oh, I just got Jamal Adams. My defenses are suddenly looking very strong in this upcoming season. It's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. So, anyways, Jamal Adams traded the Jets from the Jets to the Hawks. Jets got a 2021 and 2022 first-round pick, a 2021 third-round pick, and safety Bradley McDougal, McDougald, <laughs> um, for Adams and a 2022 fourth-round pick. 
That's crazy. That's that a crazy is, trade. That is a crazy trade. And uh, Jamal Adams is really, you know, kind of known at this point about not really being excited beyond the Jets. I can't wait to see the Jets <laughs> waste those picks. Did you see uh, Le'Veon Bell and Jamal Adams going back and forth? On yeah, because <laughs> Jamal Adams was like a big part of the recruit to get him to New York. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, Jamal Adams is a big guy, or good guy. He's going to do great on defense every year. Then he leaves, and you realize, fuck, I'm on the Jets. <laughs> I'd be pissed too. The one now guy. The on Bell, their, one like, star, their one star player is like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> So, Le'Veon Bell isn't even one of their star players. Sam Darnold? No. He sees ghosts. He's on your team. Yeah, he's on my dynasty team because I have hope that maybe he'll actually turn out to be an average quarterback, but <laughs> then he goes Ghostbusters. Doesn't even bust the ghosts. He just runs away. Who are you going to call? Not Sam Darnold. He's afraid of ghosts and Patriots defenses. Uh, yeah, I looked up at Adam's stats. He's best for his blitzing, like his run... Um, blitzing, getting the quarterback. His, he had two touchdowns last year. One of them, he just nice. ripped the ball right out of the hands. Who was that? Was that? Uh, I don't remember who, but I remember that play. Why am I blanking <sighs> on who it was? But he, he ripped the ball out of his hands, returned it. He had, he had one interception and one fumble recovery yet last year for two touchdowns. What? That's so That's impressive. it. That's it. <laughs> and he had six and a half stats. But the, he, both of the turnovers he had, he scored on. So that, that's efficient, I guess. That's impressive. But, yeah, I guess we'll see how that goes on the Seahawks. It'll be interesting. It'll be a fun defense. defense They're trying was, to get the Legion of Boom back. Yeah, yeah, their defense was uh, was bad for – not bad, but they weren't great kind of more recently since they were, you know, were years ago, and, and maybe they're coming back to that. Daniel Jones. Yeah, that's who I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was Daniel Jones, but I wasn't 100% sure. who he took the – Yeah, he just ball. literally just ripped it from his hands and ran it back much? for a touchdown. <laughs> it was great. Daniel Jones had so many fumbles last year. Yeah, I think he'll get it together this year. He, he looks pretty good in general. If he can clean it up a little bit, he's going to be awesome. I mean, going from Eli Manning to – I feel like it's pretty even going from Eli Manning to Daniel Jones. Right, right. Dude, that's not a huge improvement. It's not getting worse. Daniel Jones is going to get better over Hope, time, whereas oh, Eli Manning think. obviously is, you know, done. He's done. He'll keep <laughs> come back. Um – uh, another news, Raheem Mostert restructured his contract, so he I don't know why he wanted to get traded in the first place. <laughs> yeah, he uh he wanted his request was to make about, you know, the around around the amount of money that Tevin Cole makes on the same team who's not the starter, you know, over Mostert. So Mostert wanted to be paid as high as the highest paid running back when he's the starter. Uh, so I don't even. Nice I, he's, sure. You can hardly call him a starter. I don't. I think he'll. It is a very much like a <laughs> committee. You know, you're gonna have. It's just because you have to put someone in number one in the depth chart. <laughs> they they just like I guess Mostert. Uh, it doesn't really matter to us. I think it's good for him because he's 28, and so he's not really primed to get another. You know, running backs age a little more quickly in in uh, in the NFL, and you know they they gain age faster than the other players. Well, he was he was. Just in the Super Bowl, and he's not an obvious number one, really, on any team. So I don't know why he really won, requested the trade in the first place. That was... But, he, I mean, he had a killer end of the season. End of the season from, what was it, week 12 to the end of the season, like, through the Super Bowl. He had 12 rushing touchdowns and 760 yards, which wow. was only second to Derrick Henry. <laughs> so he actually, he ended the season great, because that's when Jimmy Garoppolo just stopped throwing the ball for whatever reason that was. <laughs> 
So that that can be chalked up to that. He got, I think, 220 of those yards in that game against the Packers in the NFC Championship. I'd like to see Mostert do good. Ugh. But I don't know if he will. Only time will tell. Yeah. Um, or he might opt out of the season due to COVID. He might. Well, there's no news on that. I'm just transitioning. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, as of when we started recording, there were 25 players who have opted out. This morning when I checked, it was 14. That's, it's been growing quickly. We just keep getting updates. Patriots defense taking a huge hit, yeah. which really sucks. They're losing Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower. Also, they lost Brandon Bolden for the season, but that's he's their fifth string running back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not too much. And but they did lose a they lost an offensive lineman as well, which is a huge like a starting you lose a starting offensive lineman, that's a huge hit. It's a big piece to your team. And yeah, that's they they lost six players. So far. Yeah. Marquise Goodwin <laughs> from the Eagles. I heard that. Just now yeah. the Eagles just opted out. So Devin Funches from the Packers. Right as we pulled up to your place this, this afternoon. Yeah, which sucks because I feel like he's a big part of why the Packers didn't draft a wide receiver. So that kind of just went down the toilet. If that's true, they uh, made a mistake. Maybe they can just use uh, Bryce Love. Trade for OBJ. You mean Jordan Love. Nah. <laughs> Bryce Love coming back for the Washington football team. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you want these transitions are making themselves wait, wait. today. I, it was really bad because there are a couple notable names on the COVID list that we should talk about real quick. Not like go super in depth, but I, I wrote down Justin Jefferson and Keyshawn Vaughn. Both they're rookies. not. They're not opting out or anything though. That they're just oh, on the yeah, list. Yeah, right. They're uh, like they can rejoin. They just got to quarantine themselves for a little bit and they rejoin. So I think they'll be fine. They're just being cautious. Yeah. Hopefully they get to see the field. So the Washington football team. Yeah, I just saw I just saw on Twitter, um, LeBron James tweeted out something along the lines of, "Oh, I just woke up from a nap and saw the news. Seriously, best they came up with was Washington football team." And then, <laughs> and then the Washington football team's Twitter tweeted him back and said, "Your son's name is literally LeBron James Jr." <laughs> I thought that was a great comeback. That's hilarious. I. I I just fuck it. Keep Washington football team. At this point, just that would save so much time and money. Keep it simple. Everyone knows what you do, where you are. It's it's effective. The, wouldn't it be the Washington Washington football team? Or is their name just football team and it's the like football, the Green Bay football Packers team. football team? So okay. it's Washington. So their name it's not is the Washington Washington they're football, the football team. team. Just like we have the Packers and the Patriots, and then it's the Washington football team. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the name is a uh, one-year temporary measure, so they have more time to come up with a, a probably going to be better name. It's going to be Red Tails. Yeah. I think that's that's the leader. I, I looked up um, the Red Tails are named after the Tuskegee Airmen, which is the first African-American pilots in U.S. military history. Interesting. <laughs> so, and then I saw an interview with one of the former pirate pilots that said... Uh, he liked the name Redskins and saw it as a compliment to the native warriors who fought bravely to protect their land. I recently watched, I've been watching American Dad, uh, this series again, and they talk about the Washington Redskins in the show. Like Specifically, the, I forget what the episode was, but I just watched an episode pretty recently uh, where it was like a, kind of a main subject throughout the show. It was, it's kind of like, not jarring to hear it now, but it's like, oh, but it's not that anymore. It's different. Just keep watching the football team. Just It's... 
simple and you're done. No more thinking. Efficient. Yeah, everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and then we'll cover some of the off-season news. Um, let's hit the main bullet points, I guess, um, of what you personally think. What's your favorite thing that happened off-season? Least favorite, most shocking to you, and then the who cares? I like it. Thanks. Right. You came up with it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, pest, Mike. All right. Uh, start with your favorite. Do you want me to start? Yeah, sure. Okay. Cool. So my favorite off-season transaction, uh, I don't know if I'm cheating or not, but I'm going with the Browns offensive line. Uh, so they made essentially two really big upgrades. Uh, Jack Conklin. The favorite thing that happened is an offensive line. <laughs> There's so much more that happened besides the, the Browns got some linemen. <laughs> well, check it out. So Jack Conklin got signed. I forget where he came from, but he was a very highly graded uh, you know, tackle. So he's going to boost that offensive line. Their first pick in the draft, the second tackle to be drafted, uh, went at the 10 overall pick uh, to the Browns as well. So what's, what's interesting is PFF Pro Football Focus graded their offensive line as 23rd best at the end of last year and they project them to be the sixth best going into this year. So we'll see what happens. It's a projection. Uh, but that's going to do you know, really big things for Baker Mayfield, who took 40 sacks last year. Uh, and that's going to have a good effect on you know, the running backs a little bit, but I think a lot of uh, positive effect for Odell Beckham Jr. in particular, along with uh, Jarvis Landry. So I'm really excited to see how that boosts the Browns' offense in general. That, that piece of the offensive line is just so important, but it's underrated. My favorite thing that happened in the offseason was Derrick Henry. Four years, $50 million, 25 and a half guaranteed. King Henry will be staying in Nashville. Huge fan of him. Titans are one of my top teams as well. Um, a lot of money. Good. Give it to him. Freaking just throw <laughs> sacks of money at the guy. You're doing it to everyone else, I guess. Titans. Talk to that later. <laughs> I was he was a leading rusher in terms of yards last year. Uh, he's got the line, offensive line. You like lines? I love offensive lines. <laughs> love lines. What did um, Nick Chubb do last year? Nick Chubb, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm just saying, a lot of more big action things happened than... Nick Chubb shouldn't be my argument because he would be better this year after the offensive line got better. Yeah. We'll see. Nick Chubb's improvement. <laughs> uh, my least favorite thing while I'm rolling with it is the Titans re-signing Ryan Tannehill for four Damn. years. $118 million. I don't hate the guy. I don't love the guy. They paid him a lot. I don't know that he's worth all of it. You don't love the amount of money they spent. No. Give more to Derek. <laughs> Can I call you Derek? <laughs> he's listening. He is. I I texted him. <laughs> um, I don't know. He's had two above average years in his eight year career, and I just I mean I don't see the Titans missing out on playoffs over the next couple of years. So there's not much opportunity for them to like get a really high quarterback pick unless they trade for trade up. But Maybe Tannehill will get them that high pick. You really? But oh well, that's not good either. Then that just helps my argument why it's my least favorite. I think he's gonna. I I don't think he's gonna be great. I think he's gonna be fine. I think. Yeah, I don't want fine. (laughs) I don't want fine. He's gonna he's gonna manage an offense that runs really runs through Derrick Henry. They got a good defense. No, he Derrick Henry is the running back. He He runs runs through the defense. Yeah, the offense runs through the running plays of Derrick Henry. (laughs) 
Nice. <laughs> What's your least Another favorite one. thing that happened? Yeah. Wait, um, is it about defensive lines? <laughs> you you got me. Um, Jordan Love. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you I mean Bryce Love? Bryce Love. Bryce Love drafted by no. Um, so my least favorite thing to happen in the offseason from a fantasy perspective uh, is Stephon Diggs going to the Bills. I like Stephon Diggs a lot. I think on the Bills, he's going to be you know hugely important to helping them win games. <laughs> really? oh, oh, my God. Oh, the crowd, the crowd doesn't like it either. Whoa. Crowd hates it. They agree with you, Mike. So uh, this is nothing against the Bills or Stephon Diggs. I, I like all of both the team and the player. I don't um, like either. <laughs> I don't well, because be, not, I don't have anything against you, Stephon Diggs. I don't know you as a person. I just You're just coming from the Vikings, where the Packers play all the time, to the <laughs> Bills, where the Patriots play all the time. Just go away. Just conquering your team. Because he's, he's good. I don't want to play him. He is really good. The, the problem... Because the Bills, kind of similar to the Vikings, the Bills run a run-first defense, uh, or sorry, run-first offense. They have a really nice, good defense. They like to drag out games that way. They're low-volume passing offense. And so, as you know, for as great as Stephon Diggs is, and he is great, he's not going to catch as many balls. He's, it's not going to go up from what but it was Josh in Josh Allen has a 99 throw power in Madden. <laughs> Josh Allen is a great fantasy quarterback for his rushing stats. But he's not the greatest. But he's got 99 throw power. And that's impressive. A couple things on Stephon Diggs. Uh, Last year, he had nine games where he caught less than five balls. He had uh, 4.2 targets per game over the course of his games played over the season. So he wasn't in a great, you know, high-powered offense to begin with as far as, like, throwing the ball very much. And he's not going to a place that's better. I think it's a little bit worse. And changing teams throws a variable in there, you know, just where you have to pick up the new offense. Uh, So I don't... I don't like him on my fantasy team. Alright. What is your most shocking thing that happened in the offseason? Yeah, most shocking thing. Uh, so, when the Packers drafted Jordan Love, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it fit still. Oh, it was very shocking. I'm not a fan. Why? Why do they do that? Just why do they do that? Because the last time they did that exact same thing was Aaron Rodgers. But it's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, it worked. They, they have a Super Bowl window with Rodgers, and this is one of the richest Rodgers wide receiver is going to be classes. done soon. Well, for sure now. But you you draft a CD Lamb or something like I don't know. I mean, they didn't draft that early, but they, this draft class was so. But they also rich got a running back. I wrote down... Is this even your most shocking? What's your no, actual no. most shocking? We're just, going off, we're just going off topic with how shitty the Packers draft down JK, was, AJ at least from a fan JK. aspect. So my most shocking thing, again, was kind of in the details, uh, was the trade for uh, DeAndre Hopkins that's and what I got. Johnson. That's Hilarious. what I got. It, well, obviously, that's got to be anyone's most shocking thing. It was just out of nowhere. So I'm curious what your, your thoughts are. The, the note I took away that I thought was really interesting was... When the Cardinals traded away David Johnson, they traded away his entire contract as well. And I forget if this is how much he owed or uh, was owed or the salary cap hit or something, but uh, $10.2 million this year, and the Texans take on the brunt of that entire thing. Uh, along with, you know, the Cardinals ditching that contract, they get DeAndre Hopkins, who is a top-tier wide receiver, arguing arguing for the best in the league. Well, I think Johnson will have a bounce back here. I think I it, it made sense for him to, like, leave the Cardinals. That made a ton of sense. He needs a new change of scenery. He right. needed to get back in his old. He had a he had 
I'm still swearing by it. He had an injury that was undisclosed last year, and he just, like, the first half of the season, he was tearing it up. Then something happened. They brought in Kenyon Drake. He never heard from David Johnson again. There's one game, he had, like, one carry right away, and he was out the rest of the game. Something was up that they weren't telling us about. Good change of scenery. And also, I I didn't, I heard, like, small rumors that the staff was having problems with Hopkins. You never hear anything about it. You never heard a single complaint about the guy. Yeah, that was an interesting But that's, like, the, the rumbling. You never heard, we never got a confirmed real story. But the rumblings were he didn't get along with someone on the coaching staff or something like that. So Bill O'Brien getting David Johnson, he's got him on a one. I think he's got him for one year. He wants to prove that the trade he made was the right move. They're going to use him a lot. He's definitely going to be better than he was in in Arizona for sure. And I mean, you're right. Kenny Drake came in and he was just amazing. There was a game uh, where Chase Edmonds was kind of the main guy. He had 126 yards and three touchdowns. So they've got great running backs there. Uh, where David Johnson was, you know, just kind of riddled with something. But next year, you know, this year, I guess. Uh, on a he was my in, in our dynasty league. He was my first pick when we started the league. Yeah. My first round pick was David Johnson. I think I tried trading. And it him to get him from you. Yeah, you keep trying to get him. I think he's gonna have a bounce back here, which I'm not giving him up. Um, I agree. I hope we have the same for our who cares as well. It would be no. it would be funny, and there's a good chance because okay, okay. I I I don't know. I have no idea, but we could say it on three. Okay. Okay. One. You say two. Okay. And then I'll say three. And, and then we'll say it. Okay, but you start at one again. Okay. One. Two. Three. Nick Jimmy Cole. Graham. Close. Oh, hey, close. Hey, we're going to the same team at least. <laughs> Talk about Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, two years, sixteen million on the Bears. Who cares? I, I definitely. <laughs> agree. I definitely agree who, who cares? cares? The Bears cycle through tight ends like nothing. Uh, he's thirty-four years old. Hasn't been good since he left Seattle. He did jack squat in Green Bay, but drop a bunch of passes. Right. I hated when the Packers signed him. Hated it. They gave him so much. I did not agree with that at all, I th- and I think they regret it. Looking back, they should. The Bears also drafted in the second round a tight end, Cole Komet. His second round pick, but it was their first pick in the draft. Yeah. He also had the least amount of yards last season, personally, Jimmy Graham, since his rookie year in 2010. <laughs> so he gets a this two-year, $60 million contract. Just Who gives a shit? He's not even going to be a... Top 20 tight end. He's on a bad offense. That is my who cares. Yeah, um, obviously mine you know, is similar to Nick Foles. Um, don't get me wrong. I think it's going to be an upgrade. I think the bar is pretty he low. He doesn't even have the tr- starting position yet. That's true. That, yeah, we'll see how that happens. But that if he does, I have Trubisky and Foles on Dynasty because <laughs> I hoard quarterbacks because <laughs> someone's going to need them at some point. Do you, have, do you still have Stidham on your team? Yeah. Why? I've got Because Cam Newton will get hurt in week four. I've got Stidham, Minshew, Darnold, Trubisky, Foles, and Watson. Plus, I've got I don't. There's no one on the waiver wire. Who cares? Why I can hold on to these guys. Ryan the waiver Fitzpatrick, wire. Patrick waiver wire. Anyways, Alex there's Smith. nobody on the waiver. Alex Smith is cleared, and they said yeah. he might use him. I don't think they're going they, to. He's cleared for football activity by a team of surgeons. His team. <laughs> What's football like? That there's one thing where it's he's he completely cleared. He's completely cleared, and then there's football activity. He can not football, but football activity. Meetings in a wheelchair. Football activity. I heard there was a documentary. Did you hear about that? About Alex Smith. Yeah. 
I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Who would want to watch that? Like, what has he done? The MJ one yet? What has Alex Smith done that deserves a documentary? <laughs> well, he had a really bad injury that oh. he <laughs> might be cleared to play football from and football activities. <laughs> yeah, I so would. I, I would not watch that documentary. Segue back to the content poorly. Uh, Nick Foles to the Bears. I think he'll be better for their team in general if he ends up getting the starting job, which I kind of think will happen. You're not going to go downhill too much. Right. It's a low bar. But as far as, again, you know, from fantasy, from the fantasy perspective, I don't think he's, you know, enough of an upgrade to really, like, put people up a notch like the receivers on his team. So we'll see what happens. Maybe Nick Foles and Jimmy Graham will be the best, you know, quarterback tight end duo since Brady and Gronk. Oh! Oh! Oh, you hear that? It, it's time to talk about the rookies. <laughs> Gridiron Heights shout out, Kyler Murray. Great I love show. you. If anyone out there watches Gridiron Heights on YouTube, it's just a weekly show during the season, like a minute and a half, two minutes long max, and it's all about what's going on in the NFL. And all the rookies always have the voice of a four-year-old, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. So great. No matter who you are, if you're a rookie, that's your voice. They have like, except for no, it was a uh, uh, DK DK Metcalf just huge. comes in. Oh, what's going on? <laughs> that show has like five second ads in it now, <laughs> like super tiny ads <laughs> because it's only a minute long. That's Anyways, um, so obviously the obvious is Joe Burrow. Is he going to have an impact? He's going to be the mayor of Cincinnati by the end of the season. <laughs> we'll skip him. He's going to have an impact. Um. First guy I took some notes on, J.K. Dobbins, uh, running back for Baltimore. Um, Ingram and Jackson both coming off 1,000-yard rushing season, and then they get Dobbins, and he he's coming from Ohio State where he's got loads of carries. Like, they just, he asked for the ball, and they just like, here you go, take it. <laughs> and he did. Um, he's going to get a lot of opportunities, I think, um, and I, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that offense. I have no idea what they're going to do with that <laughs> offense. I mean, they could have RG3, Lamar Jackson, Ingram, and Dobbins all in one lineup, and the defense will just probably be super confused. <laughs> they're just going to be like, they're like the sideline coach. What do, what do we do? Who do we cover? I don't understand any of this. It'll end up being like a, a direct snap to Dobbins who pitches to uh, RG3 who bombs it to Marquise Brown and then Lamar Jackson comes for the quick lateral back and Mark Damon just throws a nasty block on someone that is going to be a crazy I hope they play do some crazy ass <laughs> shit like that that'd be fun well with the three they could very easily have three people with a good 750 rush yards on the season oh yeah for sure they had two of the thousand last year yeah That's they insane. well Ingram I think Ingram had a thousand eighteen he just got there. He just got there. <laughs> he made it. But he got there. Um, Yeah, I, I really have no idea what his full impact is going to be. And it's going to be weird draft, like in a standard draft. Do you take Ingram? Do you take Dobbins? Do you – what round? And it's – So my, my general thought is that Dobbins will be more valuable next year than he will be – I mean – this year, and that maybe that's obvious with Mark Ingram getting old and all that. But I mean, you made a good point that Mark Mark Ingram had a great you know year last year. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see how things you know, kind of hold up and play out. Uh, but that'll be really interesting. So I, I chose a uh, a running back for uh, one of my two guys for these notable rookies as well. Um, so I want to talk about Jonathan Taylor. 
And I think, uh, you know, if you're not familiar, he came out of Wisconsin. He's definitely been touted as one of those, you know, college uh, you know, recruits or whatever that has uh, – he looks really great. He's uh, really, really highly graded in a lot of categories, like a lot of the really, really great running backs like Saquon uh, that you've seen come out of college the last, you know, few years, decades, something like that. Big knock on him would be that he doesn't catch the ball much, but I don't think that you really see that much at Wisconsin in general. Uh, Comparing so him to Saquon is a bit much. As, as far as like Saquon a, came out and tore up his rookie year. Well, yeah, yeah, and I don't think uh, it's why I wanted to talk about because I don't think Taylor's going to. Also, I don't like that. Wisconsin. <laughs> so so go blue. And I didn't watch any of your games last year because I don't watch Badger games. <laughs> so I guess the point I want to make is he's he's a highly touted prospect within you know the last decade or so, but. I don't think that team's going to just plug him in like maybe Clyde edwards Lair gets plugged into the Chiefs offense. I think he's going to have to share time with Mac. I think he's going to be not super great for your fantasy team in the early stages Mac's of the season. Mac's coming off a 1,000-yard season, too. Yeah, it's a good offense. They have the best That's my standard, line. by the way. If you get a 1,000-yard season, you're an RB1. Like, that's that's where I put it. It's a good bar to have. You're a, you're a decently good running back if you got a 1,000-yard season. So the Colts have one of, if not the best offensive lines. I love lines. We talked about it. Uh, so you put those guys together. Someone's got to protect the grandpa they got behind yeah, them now. Philip Rivers. So it's going to be great, but I think it's going to take some time. I get nervous about drafting Jonathan Taylor that early in fantasy leagues, you know, third, fourth round, something like that, uh, because I don't think he's going to be that useful that early in the season, and that's where I'm focusing my draft. So we'll see. Uh, my second rookie. You know what? He makes me these wide receiver out of Denver, Jerry Judy. You know what else is right outside of Denver? Coors Light Factory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but we're drinking it, and we're loving it. It's great. Of course. Goes down easy. Goes down smooth. It's got glasses on the side of the can. Pretty cool. Freaking crazy. Not multiple. Science on the can. It turns <laughs> blue. How? Science. That's how. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Judy... He's going to have an immediate impact. Like this is like Dobbins is going to have to find his role. Judy is going to have an immediate impact. Sutton needs help. That's 100% sure. Um, if Locke becomes a solid quarterback, they're going to be a great duo, Judy and Sutton together. Um, this is how badly they needed Judy and how I know he's going to be an instant impact. Sutton had uh, just over 1,100 yards last season receiving. Um with, and that's dealing with Flacco for part of the season. That's so fair. That's, that's fair. The, you, that, those numbers look even better. If they're if you uh, incorporate inflation, Flacco inflation, and lock rookie year, we'll say Sutton had 1,600. We're going to give him an extra 500-yard <laughs> bump because he had to deal with Flacco for a good chunk of the season. 500-yard <laughs> bump. Um, the next best was fucking Noah Fant with 562. That was their next best receiver, was their tight end fan. That's crazy. Who dropped, I remember seeing him drop, watched a couple of his games. He's not great. It was his rookie year. Everyone, right? Yeah, everyone's like ranking him pretty high this year for tight ends. I don't know why. And then the third best was Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, that crazy. <laughs> who only played seven games there, and he had 367. That's how bad they needed Jerry Judy. Sutton is like... Miles in front of everybody else. And he should be. He's great. Yeah. And that can't get any worse there. Like, Judy could easily have a thousand yard season as a rookie. Well, they got Melvin Gordon catches the ball no. out of the backfield. No. I, I think a lot of it is on 
Drew Locke. If, if he takes a step forward as a developing quarterback, he's kind of in that stage of his career, some really great things could happen. And if he kind of stays where he is or stalls out, it, it'll be really interesting. Uh, but, no, I like Jerry Judy a lot. That's that's exciting. I Yeah, even in a standard draft, I could see him going decently high. Absolutely. Uh, so my second guy is also a receiver, uh, Jalen Rager. I think uh, kind of similar to Jerry Judy. I think he's going to immediately step into a starting role. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin opted out. So there's a, a little player. opening. <laughs> so the Eagles receivers, Alshon Jeffrey is not going to start the season. He's, he's going to be on the PUP or something like that. So he's not going to be playing initially. You have Deshaun Jackson. He's a little older. He's, he's going to the virtual um, <laughs> Holocaust Museum. Auschwitz in Vienna. What an opt out. Yeah, that was. He, ta- <laughs> he says this. He says this stupid shit, and then Edelman especially calls him out and goes, "Oh, let's visit this museum. You visit. I'll visit uh, African American History Museum." And then he goes to a virtual Holocaust museum. <laughs> like that's everyone. And we haven't heard anything about it since, so yeah. it worked, I guess. He's like, well, I'm going to put on these VR goggles and pretend I'm at a museum. It's like at the bottom of the article and like really small, like, it will be attended in VR. Whatever, Deshaun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he should be on the team now that he's, you know, made his retribution by going to a virtual museum. Uh, so it's really Deshaun Jackson and Jaden Rager. You, you mentioned Marquise Goodwin, who is their new acquisition, has opted out. I don't think it's going to be a major parts anyways. Ertz probably will be the second or maybe the leading receiver because both just – I mean, Deshaun Jackson's that that deep guy. So we'll see what happens, but Jalen Rager should be a guy that just steps into a starting role uh, on the field a lot, which you want, you know, for opportunities to catch the ball. uh, Should be a decent offense still uh, with Carson Wentz. So we'll see what happens, but I I like Jalen Rager. He's somebody you can grab in the end of a draft, just see how he does in the early stages of week one or whatever. As long as he's got depth, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think this, we're already 45 minutes in. This is a good time for a break. I have to urinate. I'm going to pee also. All right, we'll be right back. We are back. Our bladders are empty. Room for more Coors Light. Crispy. Ooh, mine's burnt. It's so crispy. (laughs) You have a burnt beer? Nah, it's great. I love it. All right. Um, next thing, we got our player comparisons. We are doing the Avengers as players, or the players as Avengers, vice versa, vice versa. Um, first up, you gotta always start with Iron Man. We have not disclosed each other's choices. Um, we wanna see if we, if we hit the nail on the head with It'll either of them. It'll be fun to see what happens. In case you're keeping track, I opened mine first, so I'm ahead of him in beers and but life. I had one while you were having your coffee. Yeah, but I had a coffee. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Love coffee. Um, okay, I I, wrote, I throw down a little little stuff about Iron Man, just a little traits: genius, rich, <laughs> quick-witted. He's tough, but he's cocky. There's more to him than meets the eye, and at the end of the day, he's going to sacrifice everything he has to win. And he's a natural leader. He's the face of the Avengers franchise, but he's got a hell of a supporting cast. Who's that bring up? Oh, man. I'm excited. Patrick Mahomes. All right, all right. He's got to be. He's, he's, he's rich. He signed a $503 million contract. They check mark there. Check. 
Uh, he plays smart, but he's rightfully cocky. You'd see him make those no-look passes and kind of shimmy, shimmy, shake. <laughs> um, he basically owns the Chiefs, but he's look at all the stars he's got around him as well. He's also a part-time now owner of... The Royals, I yeah. saw that. <laughs> uh, Iron Man, I don't think owned any teams. That's... So maybe I have the wrong choice. Crap. So <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Damn it. I picked this before that came out. <laughs> but I think I think Mahomes as Iron Man. Like, I'm not a huge Mahomes fanboy, but it's obvious. Like, you can't deny how good he is. It's one of those things. Red? The color red? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yellow. All right. Yeah. And, oh. Are you getting the boo ready? Because I think you'll boo mine. Oh, I'll have it ready. Okay. Uh, so my Iron Man, I think I, I put a little less thought into it potentially, is the man himself, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> no, incorrect. So I'm going off a couple of thoughts here. Just because um, he's old? He's old. He's been around for a while. Iron Man was the first movie in the MCU, which is where I'm kind of picturing this from. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. What's, man, Ryan, Pit- what's Ryan Fitzpatrick's MCU? <laughs> Peeing on every team? <laughs> That's a that's fair. The Iron Man's around there. You know, he wasn't a big name until the MCU. Kind of, he's a kind of like a B list hero. Uh, Iron Man is a B list hero, or Fitzpatrick. What? Ryan Fitzpatrick definitely is. Ryan Fitzpatrick also uh, has a notably high score on the Wonderling test. So I agree with Iron Man being very smart. Ryan Fitzpatrick scored forty out of fifty, one of the highest scores. I think it's the third highest score you can get out of fifty is forty eight. So he's he's very smart. He's been around forever. That's all I put down for it. He helped me win a fantasy championship. I'm gonna have to politely. Two, I get it. You got a boner for Fitzpatrick, oh, but him. I'm gonna disagree 100. <laughs> <laughs> percent Let us know if you, how much you guys disagree as well on our more, Twitter at, Iron Man. at Fantasy Brews Pod. Let us know how much you disagree with Mike. <laughs> we'll put up a poll. All right. Well, we should also tweet a random picture of Derrick Henry's hair. Oh, you'll see it. <laughs> All right, now go through. What are your traits for Captain America? Awesome. So my my traits for the hero Captain. Yeah, sure. Well, that matched the player you chose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, uh, so Captain America, you know, when he needs to, he can do it by himself. If if he has to do it on his own, he can. But he's so great at leading a team of other talented people, knowing whose strength fits what's. I already happening. got it. Kirk Cousins. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What are you laughing at? That's not who I picked. I, I know, know, that's the funny part. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so, who I went with... Uh, oh, and also Captain America, a.k.a. Steve Rogers, was pretty short until he got the serum. Kyler Murray? I went with Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> not the tallest guy. Russell Wilson is so talented. He can run the ball by himself if he needs to. He's obviously a great passer throughout the entire spread of the game, short and deep. Uh, real deep. He can. So he knows. Deep. He knows how to manage the game. He can do it on his own if he needs to, but he can manage the game. He can put people in a position to succeed. Like or Pete Carroll can do it. <laughs> he plays a role. He's the Nick Fury of the whole, you know, situation. No, we're talking about Captain America. Oh, <laughs> no, Pete Carroll is the, the Nick Fury. Apparently, in this scenario now, all of a sudden. Maybe for the Seahawks, any manager is the Nick Fury. <laughs> right. That's not who <laughs> your Captain America is. Tell us. In the, okay. Um, so yeah, I picked Russell Wilson. He knows how to, uh, you know, succeed with the team, and he can do it on his own if he needs to as well. And short. And short. <laughs> Mine, Captain America. He's 102 years old. He, he's, he's, but he's physically much younger. That just gives away right there who mine is. He's reliable. He's strong. He's smart. 
and he can do this all goddamn day. It's Thomas Brady. <laughs> I wanted to pick him so bad. If, if he was still on the Patriots, I 100% would have picked him because you couldn't not pick him. But I agree with you. Go on. Just look at. Well, I'll post this on the Twitter. But you look at Tom Brady's combine photo compared to what he looks like now. Tell me that is not Steve Rogers, the Captain America. You've seen his combine photo. Yeah, it's, it's something else. <laughs> and that, if that's not a glow up, I don't know what it, he's. Oh, he's not 102, Tom Brady, but he's 43. That's close. I was gonna say he's talking about <laughs> being around for a long time. Yeah, Tom Brady. But he's and still growing Brady. strong. He's playing like a youngin. <laughs> he's smart under pressure. He keeps heading the game, and also. I, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm going to assume they both hate Nazis. <laughs> we yeah. know Captain America does, and I'm pretty sure Tom Brady also hates Nazis. Tom, if you're listening, you could confirm this for us. Yes, I'll be honest. I didn't pick Tom Brady because I figured you would pick him, but I think we picked the same player for a different uh, year, I'm hoping. Okay. The end. So, next is Thor. All right. Of course, Thor. God of Thunder. Son of Odin. He is strong. He is powerful. I also wrote down for some reason that he is foreign. (laughs) 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 But it doesn't even apply to my player. I I just wrote down that Thor is foreign. (laughs) I don't even know if you can count being a Norse god as foreign. (laughs) That's a whole different word, you mean. (laughs) Um, I put down... Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, all right. Yeah, okay. nothing okay. gets in Zeke's way like when Thor whips his hammer and just throws it and just kind of goes for the ride. That's Zeke just plowing over motherfuckers. Um, also, have you seen Zeke's abs? <laughs> Everyone has, because he doesn't wear full shirts. <laughs> Saves a lot of money, though, on only buying half of a shirt. I'm sure, yeah, definitely. Um, lightning strikes when he gets the ball. He's so fast and he's so strong, and I really like Zeke. That's a great pick. He's my second favorite running back after David Derrick Henry. Nice, nice. Followed by David Johnson? No. AJ Dillon. Okay, anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so my Thor pick, um, this is where I'm coming from. Thor is the god of thunder, but let's be real. His superpower is not thunder, it's lightning. It's long hair. Uh, yes. Yeah, lightning. long hair. Oh, I don't know if Tyreek Hill has long hair. But Tyreek Hill, when he gets the ball in his hands, he's lightning. He flies down the field. <laughs> he makes the magic happen. He knows what's going on. And so with Thor being the god of lightning, really, or that being his main superpower. See, I'm saving Tyreek Hill for when we do DC, and then he's obviously the Flash. Ooh, that's, so I that's saved, a good one. I saved it. So <laughs> this is a call also, forward. We'll this DC. callbacks. This is a call forward for whenever we do DC superheroes. I think I call it foreshadowing. Ah, it's not foreshadowing if I just straight up say it. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows who I'm going to pick? What if we never do that? Then it's just We'll lose our power. Uh, All right. So, yeah, uh, I go Tyreek Hill. Uh, He's lightning in a bottle. He he flies around the field, and so does Thor. Both handsome men. Thor would be a great football player. Both good video gamers. Thor is? Yeah, well, he was more bullying other people online. He had a drinking problem for a while. Did you guys? Do you hear the uh, fan theory that uh, what was it? What was his name? Whatever sixty nine. New Master. New Master sixty nine was Daredevil. It's just a fan theory. It's no Daredevil's blind. 
I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how well Daredevil is going to be playing Fortnite. Well, I get he can I, see through like sonar kind of, but I don't think he can play no, Fortnite. By Daredevil, I 100 percent meant Deadpool. That Deadpool <laughs> would be introduced in the MCU as like having been <laughs> New Master 69. It would be the biggest twist if it was a blind guy. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh, all right. We got who you got for Hulk? Okay. This is the one I wonder if we might have said the same person. I went with the not so obvious, but then the second most obvious. Okay, so should I go first with what I think is the yeah. most obvious? Yeah. Yeah, I chose Gronk. That is the most obvious. <laughs> yes. Um, so initially, I tried looking into like who's a smart tight end or who's a who's well. Okay, a... smart football wise. <laughs> I, I, I love Gronk. It. Gronk so, is like one of my favorite players of all time, but. I love him. I love his personality and everything. He's a party guy, but does he not remind you like Hulk smash, Gronk, throw party, Miami Beach? Gronk isn't the Gronk spike. Like I, like, it's. I don't think Gronk's. I don't think Gronk's dumb, but I don't know if I would use the word smart. What I mean is, I my initial thought was who's smart but also beastly. And apparently, I learned in this process looking for this information, Wonderlic scores are not publicly available. A few just get leaked. Like I, I, I looked up at like twenty tight ends. I just looked at the top of them, and I think I found like five Wonderlic scores, and they were all like Travis Kelsey had a twenty six. I think, <laughs> and it was the highest. <laughs> so good on you, Travis Kelsey. I have no idea what it's like. The players think it's a joke. Richard Sherman, look it up. Uh, so I went with with Gronk, uh, just thinking, yeah, exactly like you said from the Hulk perspective. He's beastly. He plows people over. You you can't really tackle him at all. He doesn't give a fuck. He just will bowl you over. But he's a little boneheaded sometimes. Yeah, I see. I I thought Gronk was the Gronk is the obvious answer. So I I went a nice guy, but turns into a monster when he needs to. He's ripped out of his mind. Nothing stopping him. Aaron Donald. Nice, nice. Aaron Donald Very is nice. a monster truck. But what? Twelve and a half sacks last year. Twenty and a half in two thousand eighteen. You you've seen a picture of him. You he is the Hulk. He is ripped beyond belief. He's got shoulders on his shoulders. And then more shoulders on top of those shoulders. Um, and he's just... Everything I've seen about him outside of when he's playing football is very nice guy, much like Bruce Banner. But then, when he needs to, that's his secret. He's always really ripped. <laughs> <laughs> he's always really ripped. For those of you that saw or heard the mock episode, episode zero, which is going to be nobody... We, We're referencing something that we didn't put out there. <laughs> yeah, Google him shirtless. He's pretty. He's pretty ripped. We're gonna, I'll post it to Twitter. I'm just gonna be posting <laughs> lots of pictures of. That's what you said. I'm last. posting Derrick Henry. We didn't even have the a Twitter. Derrick Henry the, hair was also referenced last episode, which was our Twitter's just gonna episode. be pictures of people of players we're referencing. Exactly. Um, next up, uh, we're sticking with the core Avengers, obviously. Black Widow. Yes. Yeah. Kicks ass. Trained assassin. Can kill you with or without a weapon. I've made a good note of that because, I mean, she goes, ha cha pa cha pa Do football players ever use weapons? Um, they are the weapon. So do they ever not what, I'm weapons? I'm talking about like a weapon. Like it, you'll, get, you'll get what I mean by that in a second. Okay, I'm excited. Can kill you with or without a weapon. Um, I also broke down sexy but dangerous <laughs> and undervalued. Okay, um, okay. This is... I, I, I think this is a good... I like this one because it's not one you would think of. I put Allen Robinson. Okay. Because okay. he was the number eight receiver in PPR last year with Trubisky. That's what I mean by with or without weapons. 
Ah, yeah, yeah. He, he was without yeah. a good weapon. And he was the number four receiver in 2015 with Blake Bortles. <laughs> yeah, they, like, that's true. He does not need an all-star quarterback to put up good numbers, and he often flies very much under the radar. He's 100%. a great receiver. Love that's, the guy. That's a great pick. He's a good value in the draft this year, too. Yeah, he's, he's, I really like Allen Robinson. He's very undervalued and performs very well no matter who he's got. Let's see how he does with Foles. Yeah, I mean, possibly. My point from earlier, like Foles, Foles is a hundred percent an upgrade. If Foles is starting over Mitch Trubisky, unless Mitch Trubisky like starts doing steroids, hundred percent upgrade, but also not much of an yeah, upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely an upgrade, but he's not a big upgrade at all, which is why he's my who cares. Foles lost it to Minshew last year, which good ups for Minshew. He played a great season, like for his rookie year coming out of nowhere. Lavisca Chanel, rookie wide receiver for the Jaguars, he could be good. I, I was considering picking him earlier for our notable rookies. Look it up. So I also chose someone for Black Widow because that's the whole point of what we're doing. And so my, my initial thoughts for Black Widow is she's quick, she's agile, uh, she's multi-talented. I, I think I was kind of getting at, you know, what you're describing using weaponry, but also just being a good hand-to-hand combatant. And so I who I came up with was Alvin Kamara. I think of the twitchy kind of player, running back, I guess in this case. He's multi-talented. He can catch the ball and score on you that way. He can run the ball on the goal line or get big burst runs and score on you that way. And so he really fits that mold of somebody who's just always there. And I think as far as undervalued, which, you know, I, I think definitely fits Black Widow, Alvin Kamara hasn't traditionally been undervalued, but I think right now in drafts, I think he's, I think people are a little soft on him because he got hurt last year. Uh, and when he's coming back at full health, I think he's going to be great. It's a great offense. So we'll, we'll see how he does. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll coincide with Black Widow's movie. Yeah, if that ever gets released. It's supposed to be November? Right now. Yeah. It doesn't get delayed again. Well, what's it, the new uh, um, Christopher Nolan movie? It doesn't even have a release date anymore. It was supposed to come out a couple months ago. Tenet? Oh, I know. That movie looks so good. Yeah, it does. And that got... It's going to be released overseas soon, but still does not have a date, in, a new date in the U.S. They just they kept pushing it back, and then eventually they said, we'll figure it out when we figure it out. We're going to stop pushing it back and just <laughs> hold on to it. Well, I, I, it's like a, one of the few movies I would go see in theater that's not like a Marvel movie. So. Tenet? I know. Yeah. It looks very good. Yeah, Black 100%. Widow, I'm pumped for. Like, yeah, that looks great That well. movie looks great. The movie and the, or the music in the trailer just got me so jones. Um, and last, but certainly least... Hawkeye. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Why? It's Hawkeye. It's, it's, you didn't have to say. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's, it's Hawkeye. Um, now my pick's gonna seem really shitty. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got his role. Go with your Woody. Who you got? Oh, Hawkeye. God. Okay. So I went clearly a different angle. My <laughs> thought. My thought was. My thought was accuracy. He's so pinpoint with everything he does. Uh, he can go the distance, you know. If you think of the Avengers team, who has more range outside of Hawkeye? Maybe Iron Man or Thor. There's a lot of them. But anyways. What range does Hawkeye have? Like He's got a bow and arrow. He's got a bow and arrow. Oh, that range is in actual distance, not range is in wide variety okay. of different... Physical <laughs> distance. Hawkeye has... I, I, thought, I thought you meant like range, like he can do all these different things. I'm like, no, man, he's got a bow and arrow. He's last in range. But you meant range is in arrows. literal distance. Yeah, so he's got range, right? Who would you say is probably the savant of the Hail Mary? Well, I know Josh Allen has a 99 throw power rating on Madden. So Aaron Rodgers is he? No, 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 no. I'm sorry, it's Josh Why? Allen. Why? Because 
He <laughs> has a, a 99 throw power on Madden. Josh Allen is not accurate at all. EA Sports. It's in the game. Don't argue with Madden's ratings. <laughs> throw power does not equate to accuracy. There are three separate categories for the distance. Aaron Rodgers and, you know, maybe throw out the last year where he was okay. Not great, not bad. But he's so accurate. He's got all these Hail Marys. You can remember a few years ago, you know, with the couple against the Cardinals, against the Lions. So he's got the deep ball accuracy, just like, uh, you know, Hawkeye can hit those deep arrows right into the, uh, you know, right into Loki's face before he catches it and then fails like Aaron Rodgers did kind of last year. Uh, so he was my pick for Hawkeye. Um, so I got hockey. Hockey. <laughs> hockey. It's precise. Goes under the radar. Always ready for a battle. He can't do too much, but he does his job perfectly. His job is shooting arrows at things. He's great at that. He's so good at that. He's the best Avenger at shooting arrows, mainly because none of the other ones have shot an arrow. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I put down... This person. Stephen Gostkowski. Okay, okay. Well, just ignore the last year. Pick. Ignore last year. There were that was my argument, too. Because I, my backup is Harrison Butker. I already talked about him. He's gotten his time on this show. It's Goskowski time. But, uh, do it. Have you ever actually looked up Goskowski's stats? I am never. Fuck, they're amazing. His In his 14-year career, he's 653 for 664 extra points. He has missed nine extra points in his 14-year career. 98.3% accuracy. Career field goal, 87.4%, 374 for 428. He missed only one extra point in his first 10 years in the league, and it was his rookie year. In, in 2007, he was 74 for 74 on extra points. <laughs> he's, he's scoring those points. It's ridiculous. He's, he's great at his job, and that's all he can do, and that's all he needs to do. That is Hawkeye right there. And you got the, you know, the distance factor, right? Like, yeah, he scoring 60-yard field goals or whatever, you know? Does, was he one of the guys that has 63 yards? I don't know what I mean. I know the record's 64 now. Uh, I don't know his longest career. But, I mean, regardless, you know, kickers are your guys that you bring in when you can't, the range... But right. still, missing nine extra points in a 14-year career, that's, that's ridiculous. And that includes last, was it last couple years or last year or whatever with the adjusted rules? That's his whole career. Well, yeah. Um, so, yes. But they've been made more difficult recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, there you have it. There's the Avengers. Let us know what you guys agree with or disagree with. Um, see if you got any unique ideas that we didn't come up with. Uh, let us know. My backup, real quick, for Iron Man, because Matt, or, uh, well, that was him, Matt Stafford was my backup. And it was purely from the perspective of games played. He missed eight games last year, first eight games he's ever missed in his career. He had six straight seasons of 16 game seasons. Matthew Stafford's always underrated. Top is higher. I like the guy. It is underrated, 100%. All right. It's time for our game we will be playing throughout the season. Bruce Clues. It is Bruce Clues, um, how this game's going to work. Um, we're going to be keeping track throughout the whole season. We're going to be giving three clues to each other, one at a time, describing a certain player, usually using like uh, stats or unique things about them. 
Um, three points if you guess on the first clue, two points on the second, one if you have to wait till the third clue. The third clue is always going to be their division, uh, help narrow it down to four teams, help you figure it out. Um, so we haven't determined what the winner at the end of the season is going to get. Right. Um, maybe we'll we'll think of that throughout. We got some time to Over figure to suggestions it out. Too. Tweet us at. Yeah, not even not even like a reward, like something that other um, the loser should have to do. It could be yeah, it could be a reward for the winner, or it could be a punishment for the loser, or maybe even both if there are two great ideas. Maybe we wife swap. Wait, no wait, never mind. That doesn't. There's no winner or loser in that one. There's no way they're gonna listen to this episode. Yeah, they're not listening. They don't like football. They're both in our league, but they'll be guests later. Yeah, you'll hear from our, uh, my fiance, his wife, will be on later episodes of this podcast. Um, they're going to have their own little segment. Is that segment. next week, actually? Yeah, I think you'll hear from them next week. They're going to be talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers' dating life. I think that's the main <laughs> yeah. thing they know about football. How exciting for you? Well, that's something I don't really know about. My fiance did like a that, deep Instagram dive. From... We'll figure it out next yeah, week. I can't remember weird. it. I'm not going to try to pull that out I'll of my brain. next week. All right, uh, I'll go first. Okay, um... My first Bruce clue is this running back, that's his position, or her position, not going to, this running back ranked higher in PPR last year, but lower in standard ratings than his counterpart. That means, like, the other running back on the team. On the team. Um, His highest PPR ranking in his career is number seven. So, again, the, this running back ranked higher in PPR last year than his counterpart, but lower in standard ratings than his counterpart. Oh, man. Uh, his highest PPR ranking is 7. I am going to go highest 7 in his career. Yes. I will... Ugh. Man, I'm definitely at a loss. I will go with Leonard Fournette. No, incorrect. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was going to say, who's his counterpart? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the team spread here. <laughs> trying to think running back, so I don't want to take too much. Um, this, this clue, I, I, I didn't want it to be too hard, so I added in like a little detail. Um, he has only lost one fumble in his six-year career. So not Chris Carson. And it came in the final game last year. Oh, man. His six-year career has only lost one fumble, and it was the final game of last season. Not the, the final regular season game. Five, week 17. Yes. In a six-year career, too. Uh, that's that's tough. Um, I'm trying to think of the counterparts. I, yeah, I know. Tough I mean, there's so many teams now nowadays that have the one-two punch. Yeah, I mean... And especially one who's used more for passing than running. Right, and I don't think I'm... Oh, I don't think I'm thinking about it the right way. I... You're not talking about... I'm going to guess... Eckler, but I don't think he's been... No. But that's a good guess. That is a good guess, because he, he was right. I think he was higher in both than Melvin Gordon last year. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Final clue. AFC East. Oh, yeah. I have to think of the team. That is the Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, and Bills. Okay, so taking that approach... It's definitely not the Bills because there's like a one-year career and like a 20-year career over there from last year with Frank Gore. (laughs) 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 Okay, good, good, good note. Uh, I don't think I mean. I guess I have to. I'm gonna go Le'Veon Bell. 
James White. Oh, wow. That's a great one. Yeah, right? Oh, I, wow. I thought a lot yeah. about that. I also made a lot of notes for later ones. Uh, yeah, James White, he was... Oh, let me look up the official... I'm going to step my game up. Well, that that makes so well, much and sense. Well, I, I feel like... Do you feel like my clues are too hard? Do you think no, they no, no, not at all. I, I think they were very accurate, and I wasn't picturing... Especially before the, the last clue, the AFC West? East? East? Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't... James I wasn't White, pitching. number 18 running back in PPR last year, number 29 in standard... Sony Michelle twenty four in standard, thirty one in PPR. I thought that so was in, that's that's what made me choose him. Is I thought that was interesting. That was a good clue. I, like I, he he jumped up. James White jumped up eleven spots PPR to standard. I literally looked at the Patriots on this list, and I was just thinking like Sony Michelle and who I, I didn't like James yeah. White didn't come to mind. All right, uh, zero points for Mike. Man, Anyone keep a score out there? How, how many points did I get last week? Uh, one. That doesn't count. No, it doesn't anyway. count. All right. That was a test. All right, so I, I've also chosen a player. Okay, that's good. Start. Here's, here's the first clue, uh, the first bruise clue. So he was, uh, in his draft class, he was the sixth wide receiver drafted. Uh, this was mid, about midway through the second round. Uh, but his rookie year, even though he was sixth wide receiver drafted, he finished as the wide receiver nine overall in standard scoring. So had a crazy good rookie year. Uh, but he was also the sixth out of uh, however many. Uh, six Terry McLaurin? Not Terry McLaurin. Uh, but a great, great guess for sure. All right, uh, second clue. Since his rookie year, he's been drafted as a top seven receiver. Oh, fuck. I, I had in <laughs> mind that he was a rookie last year. <laughs> yeah, no, he was a rookie a few years ago. Oh, um, shit. Okay, that's... 2016. That's good. year up. he was a rookie. So uh, he's always been... His ADP has always been a top seven receiver since his rookie year when it was obviously very low. So in 2017, and then going forward, he was dra- being drafted as the wide receiver 7, 5, and 5, and then I'm not going to disclose this year's uh, ADP. 7, 5, 5, rookie in 2016. Oh, man. This game's hard. It is really hard. I'm just trying to think of rookies back in 2016. Uh, Amari Cooper. Uh, not not him, but good guess as well. Uh, last clue: the division, as always, is the NFC South. So that consists of the Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Bucks. So the recap is: he was of all the wide receivers in the 2016 draft class. He was the sixth wide receiver. Uh, midway through the second round, he was the ninth receiver overall that year in standard uh, fantasy scoring. Is it, 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 oh, no, I'm thinking, oh, is it uh, Ridley? It is not Ridley. Fuck! Oh, man, we both fit into zero. The other one I was going to say was Godwin. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Godwin hasn't been drafted as like a top seven receiver since... A lot of Oh, Godwin, sorry, I was thinking Goodwin. Goodwin, Goodwin. <laughs> Godwin, that would make sense. He, oh, he was yeah, an interesting guy. So it's Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas was the sixth receiver in his class uh, to be drafted, but he's been this year. He's the number one receiver. Uh, just for what it's worth, the guys drafted before him: Corey Coleman, fifteenth overall; Will Fuller, Browns, Browns yeah; uh, Will Fuller, Texans, twenty-first overall, who's not as good as Michael Thomas, but at least he's doing well. Josh Doxson, 
for the Washington football team. 22nd overall. The pick after was Laquan Treadwell for the Vikings. Uh, 23rd. And then Sterling Shepard, who's okay, but not a Michael Thomas, obviously. Oh, I uh, wasted my first guess. I, for some reason, was picturing him. He was a rookie <laughs> last year. Like that, I actually thought that would have been too obvious if he just picked a rookie last I year. I almost gave you the year because, I don't know about you, but like, I wouldn't like be able to hear the year and like just know who was a rookie. Yeah. At least not from like the last, maybe last year or the year before. But Man, so wow. It's hard to th- it's hard to think of it on the point. It really is. Obviously, we don't share these things with us or whatever beforehand. Um, every now and then, I think we should take if if we actually get a following, we should have have somebody give it to us live while we both think and we both get a guess and see if Ooh, we get those points. That would be a lot of fun. Just that let super cool. Only one of us can get the points that week, or Absolutely. if we get the same person tie in. So this game is going to run. For all of our preseason episodes, right? And then, yeah. And then also for all our regular Yeah, this will episodes. be in every podcast. Hopefully we do better next time. We did good in the practice episodes. For sure. I, I, we did decently. Aside from my snafu that we don't need to talk about. <laughs> but, well, 0-0. Zero, zero. Next week's a new week. How exciting. Let us know what the punishment or reward should be. Because we don't have one. Um, we're reaching the end of our first podcast. Hopefully it went well. Uh, we're going to have to listen back right after this, but do you have any final notes? Anything you want to add? Any, any, any personal opinions about how you think the football season is going to go? Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, I think it's definitely going to happen. There are still obvious concerns with the whole COVID situation and uh, the NFL is taking precautions. Players that don't play games don't get money from some sort of agreement or something if games are canceled or whatever. Uh, so it, it definitely seems like the season's going to happen, and I think that's just super exciting. Uh, training camp started today for a lot of teams. Today being Tuesday, we're recording on Tuesday. I'm okay Tuesday. with no preseason. I think it's fine, yeah. That, that's what's happening, right? No preseason. It'll it'll hurt rookies, which is why I was kind of talking about Jonathan. It'll Jordan. make it harder to cut players. You won't see him really in full action. They're also um, starting with like 80, I think, instead of 90, or, or whatever the number is. It's lower than the usual. I'm number. sure they're going to have to have a reserve. I mean, so many people with people opting out already, they're going to have spots to fill anyway, so their practice squad is going to be... Did we talk about the COVID list? Easy picking. Or have you heard about that? What's that? There's a there's a speci- like a specific uh, like separate from IR. There's a specific list of of COVID like players you can have on a team now. But for this season specifically, oh yeah, uh, that's where Keyshawn Vaughn is gone. Justin Jefferson. We were talking about rookies earlier. Um, but they're just they're just quarantined and they'll they'll be yeah. back. They're not. It's not their choice. It's a they've been in contact with somebody. It's like a specialized IR spot that teams have. It's not even they have, it's been they've like been in contact with somebody. It's one of the basically. two, yeah. They test positive or they've been in contact yeah. and are quarantining themselves until a test returns. So it's, that's going to be interesting because you won't know if somebody is going to be gone for multiple weeks with COVID or if they're going to be gone for two days while a test you know, gets returned back. We'll see. I'm excited for this year. Um, excited to see how the Patriots do. First time I remember since... I I don't remember ever watching them without Tom Brady, really. So it's sure. going to be interesting. It's going to be strange. Um, which Stidham got an opportunity, but I understand Cam Newton. I respect his contract. is very much dependent on his play. I'd love Stidham to have a chance still. Um, but go Patriots. Tighten up. We'll see you in the regular season because there won't be a preseason. We'll see you next week, too. Yeah, that too. Listen up. Um, We'll be here. 
You be there, wherever you are. Fantasy Brews.